he was just having a bad day. Bad day. And this is what he did with it. Well, suffice it to say, I'm sure everyone's happy to know that all you have to do is remind people it was a bad day for you. Black, white, Asian, you know, no matter. Bad day. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. That's not reality. But it is for one group of people. White people. And this isn't a hateful attack or spiteful attack on white people uh, as a whole. You know, I, I do understand that there are some amazing white people out here doing the work that needs to be done. But look at us, look at us, look at where we are. We've got Boulder, Colorado, right after, the day after, or days after, um, within the same week of the shootings in Atlanta, Georgia. So, I mean, it, it is beyond crazy. You've literally got people out here just making no bones about the racism. I mean, you're that racist. Like, I mean, and then the way they're handling this, they're running around here saying it was a sexual deviancy that caused, a sexual deviancy that caused this. He wasn't racist. He was just a sexual deviant. You see how quickly white people will try to diffuse a racist accusation of a situation. I mean, they will literally diffuse it so quickly. I mean, quicker than they will address racism. You know? Like, we don't know that there's racism against Asian people. It's a common thing. Like, what are you talking about? But... They don't want to call a thing a thing because if you call a thing a thing, you've got to deal with it. You've got to deal with these things, these things. And there's a lot to deal with, you know? We've got a president who has literally called this virus the Kung Fu virus. He's called it um, made in China. He's dubbed it made in China. He's all kinds of things. And we wonder why this happened. It's just like the Capitol riots. We wonder why that happened. Now, we Black people, we've been going through this for ages. And Asians have been, you know, going through discrimination as well. But let's not even try to put it on the same level. But I don't see any reason why we continue to not want to work together as minorities. We're all minorities. We're all doing this. We're all doing this. We're all going through this in some way or another. To some degree or another, we're going through this. And this has got to stop. I mean, white people have really spread themselves thin. They're really getting bold. Like, they're taking on a front at the border caging children, separating families, uh, taking women's ovaries and whatnot. I mean, or did we forget? Did we? Have we forgotten? 
have we forgotten about George Floyd that quickly? $20 bill. You can't make it out of gas station with a $20 bill. But without dying, if you're black. But if you're a white man and you run around here shooting up people all indiscriminately all over the place, you will be escorted to the hospital in the lightest handcuff restraint imaginable. You will be taken in, not taken down. You will be taken in, not taken out. You will be taken in, not taken out of context of what your defense is because the police will spout that defense for you. As they have done with Robert Aaron Long, the shooter in the Atlanta massacre that or or spree that literally who literally was defended by the police and had his defense read out by the police we don't even understand we don't even have time to fully register what has happened in this case before we are spoon fed force fed an alibi for why this isn't racism and how he couldn't be racist. And this man has not even gotten all the blood of the victims off of his body. But we're already working on a defense. Even people who should be working on prosecution. You are the police. You should be against criminals, not defending them not coming up with their own defenses. Honestly, I don't know if they spoon-fed him. I don't know which one I believe more, that they spoon-fed him this alibi or this 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 um, defense or that he just said it and they willingly just it, so easily accepted their job and their role in conveying that to the general public. I'm mortified, I'm sad. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Like, if a, if a black man shot up a whole bunch of white people at a church, like they've done to us, 17-year-old white boys who've gotten away with murder, literally, they would say it was a hate crime. They'd be so ready to say it's a hate crime. You know, white people want a white pride day in month. So, of course, they would say it was a hate crime. But... I mean, it's just crazy. It's just like, you can literally go all over the world, pillage, rape, steal, kill, maim, torture. You can do all these things to everyone all over the world. And then you can sit here and a few decades after you've decided to give people rights, like they were yours to give, like it was something you should be able to, to give someone as a race. 60, 70 years after that, you decide, 50, 60 years after that, you, you, you're just like, oh, okay. Now we're the victims. 
white people are left out of this. White people are left out of that. If you're white, you can't do this and that. Otherwise, you'll be called racist or it'll be seen as racist. We can't support ourselves. shot to death by a white man, a racist white man. Delana Ashley. Delana Ashley Young is a woman who lost her life. Her husband is Mexican. Um, well, he's Latino. And, but I do believe he's Mexican, but he, I know he's Latino. And he was detained for four hours. And this is according to an article in the Associated Press, article in Yahoo News. He was detained for four hours. With the time frame of that, it tells us that he was detained immediately after his wife was shot, which means that there are final moments he might have missed while in the back of a police car. He was also detained when they found out who the suspect was and that he was still on the run. And he was still detained even after they captured him sometime. That is unacceptable. That is unacceptable. You all helped the murderer. You helped this mass murderer. You helped him hurt these people because one of the victims of his very shooting was not even able to spend the last moments he might have been able to spend with his wife because you all detained him in the back of a patrol car. Then there's a shooting in Boulder, Colorado. And I literally just got off the phone talking to my mom about Boulder, Colorado, excuse me, about Colorado and the Esquire 7 shooting with the Batman premiere and the uh, Sandy Hook shooting. And here we are. I saw a white man being walked out in handcuffs. And it completely validated what I knew when I read the article before I saw the video. See, because the article didn't tell me what any details, identifying details about this man whatsoever. Because they weren't releasing any details to the public at that point. The only reason we see now is uh, that he's white is because there were news helicopters on the scene showing, and people with footage on their phones showing what this man looked like while he was being brought out by the police. After it all went down. I mean, we we clearly see, we notice how you 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 like to show video of of all of us in the quote minority end quote category and what we do 
And then you always plaster our race and our face all over the news. But when it's white people, it takes so long to get any details out. Or when it's a police officer. It takes so long to get details. It takes so long to get identifiers. It takes so long to um, get anything. And then it's so hard to prosecute, to, to get justice, to reap the benefits of the court system when you're right. Because you're not white. And if you thought right was stronger than white, you must not have known that white is right. You know, because if you was black, you're always wrong. There's a, a movie I saw, a black history movie I saw when I was a kid. And I was just talking to my mom about this. And um, I have not heard this song anywhere else except word of mouth since I saw this movie when I was like seven, eight years old. But I specifically remember the credit. I don't even remember what I was watching. But I specifically remember the credits coming on. I think it was a story about Emmett Till. And I specifically remember the credits coming on. And this raspy black man singing. And he almost sounded like Louis Armstrong. And, or Muddy Waters or something. Not not as, not as deep and baritone as Muddy Waters. And... He was, he went on this thing and it was like, if you was white, y'all right. If you was brown, you stick around. But if you was black, oh brother, get back, get back, get back. <laughs> and it's crazy because it's so true. It's like, you white, you're all right. If you're brown, you're in between, you can pass, whatever. You're all right, you know. You're, 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 you can stick around, you know? You can stick around. But if he was black, you can't just get back. No, it's old brother. Old brother. Like, you knew, brother. You knew you wasn't supposed to be over her. But things are changing rapidly. Right before our eyes, we're gonna wake up one day and see a whole new America. I'm telling you, you mark my words. Highlight them, sharpie them, whatever you need to do to get these words through your head. So you're not surprised because this younger generation There are a lot of negative things with every generation that every generation that comes before it has to say about the next generation. But I've talked about my own generation, so I make no bounds about it. But I'm seeing a lot more pros when I see situations like this, you know? I mean, these kids are not going to take this. This is a generation of children who has grown up not understanding quite how racist this world is. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and a lot of them do. 
And a lot of them have come to realize it recently um, or even, you know, a long time ago and are fighting against it. And it's so amazing to see it because it's always the young people. But, you know, it's just crazy to see all of these. One of the negative things that I saw too, you know, people nowadays not understanding quite exactly racism is, or racism exactly, is, you know, a a lot of coonish behavior and a lot of people not fighting for their own causes and fighting against their own causes. And, you know, things of the like, not seeing when things need to be fought against. But one of the things that I think is a pro about this generation is and about them not seeing that racism the same way we did. You know, because we lived in it, our parents definitely lived in it, and our grandparents and great-grandparents were it. So, you know, like, we clearly, like, had a different experience. And these kids growing up not having that same experience, they're not going to take a lot of the things we were trained to take. And we're seeing it. We're seeing it with a lot of these young kids out here doing things that we would, the majority of us would not be doing and we're not doing, you know, at young ages. You know, smart enough to understand things that we, it took us to our 20s to learn, you know? So I, I definitely look forward to that. And I think that people, uh, white people, need to wake up because it's not going to keep going this way. Wake up quickly. You're spreading yourselves too thin, like butter scraped over too much bread. You've got to calm down. To quote my favorite trilogy, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> or could you tell? But, I mean, shooting after shooting after shooting after shooting after shooting. I mean, all of the school shootings high school shootings. I mean, in 2019, there were like 10 high school shootings before May. I think before March. It's crazy. Like, people are going in shooting and shooting up schools, elementary schools, high schools, colleges, um, eating people, you know, um, mass shootings at movie theaters, at bombs set off, bombs sent to Democrats. This shit is crazy. It's absolutely nuts. But I'm telling you, the Asian community is not a community you want to fuck with. You do not want to fuck with them. You know, because unlike a lot of us in uh, other groups of minorities, they have a lot of wealth in their community. What be it America uh, and American Asians uh, or Asian Americans, be it um, uh, um, people straight from China, Vietnam, uh, Korea, what have you. The money is there. They send money home, you know, which is probably what a lot of these women were doing at these spas, you know, where the shootings took place in Georgia. Like, this is a very 
solid community. We were taken as Black people. We were brought here. We were brought to Europe. We were brought all over the world. South America. Asian immigrants immigrated here. It's a whole other story. That's why China's already spoken out. Their leader has already spoken out against this, these racist attacks. And I just find it so funny that white people really think they can control this and, and contain this by claiming that it was a sex problem, trying to make this guy another insult instead of the racist he is. There was a man interviewed um, in Boulder, Colorado, regarding the, you know, immediately after the shooting. And uh, it was at a grocery store. Um, what was it? Um, I've never heard of this grocery store before, but it was a a King Scooter, King Scoopers, King Scoopers um, grocery store, and it's a mass shooting. And this white man was being interviewed. He's this older white man, probably in his late 50s, maybe even his mid to late 60s, early 60s. And he was talking about how he was very upset. He was very hurt. He's very um, shaken up about losing, possibly losing his his grandkids. He His grandchildren, he had two routine who were at the store and they ran upstairs and hid in a closet in with the coats at the grocery store because of the shooting and police came in through the roof and all kinds of stuff and the, you know thank goodness they were okay but he seemed to be recanting maybe he always was for this you know or against this but he seemed to be recanting a statement about, um, you know, basically rethinking his stance on gun rights at that moment. He was like, I mean, it makes you really want to say, I mean, you know, there definitely needs to be gun rights. Like, you know, laws, like, things need to change. It is just so crazy because it was just like, you know, that is very real. This needs to happen. You, you cannot have these people out here running around here thinking that they can kill anybody anytime anywhere like it's crazy and it's also crazy how the media will literally paint this situation they will literally as i was saying earlier just make it out so that it doesn't seem as though white people need to be dealt with in a specific way because who's going to deal with white people They'll deal with Asian American people. They will deal with um, Asian people. They'll deal with Latino people. They'll deal with Latino American. They'll deal with, um, uh, or excuse me, Mexican American, um, uh, Cuban American, what have you. Uh, they will deal with um, uh, Black people. They will not deal with white people. And if they have to, if they absolutely have to, they will um, do it with a slight slap on the wrist a light slap on the wrist. Um, they will excuse everything that was done, no matter how gruesome and heinous the crime. I've never seen anyone go to the ends of the earth 
figuratively to defend a black person for why they did something in court. Some white judge or lawyer or captain, police officer, um, other authoritative member say something like that, you know, for a black person or a Muslim person or a, um, in, um, a Palestinian person, another black person, or, um, uh, you know, an Afghan, an Afghan person, they will do that, but they will not do that to white people. They would go hard against you if you are in any of those other categories. But if you're white, you're all right. And it's just, it's so messed up. And it's going to change. It doesn't just have to, it's going to. I'm telling you, white people, wake up. Wake up. 